Hello everybody, this is Trisha Wolfrey from Ahead for Success and Your Empowered Self. Uh, in this series of Let's Talk Stress today, I'd like to welcome the lovely, the very lovely uh, Mandy Panlover. Is that correct? Uh, I, I keep choosing people with difficult names, Panlover, um, who is a yoga instructor. And so we're going to be talking with Mandy today about what stresses her out, what she does about it. And at the end, sharing some yoga tips that are particularly helpful for stress. And you don't need to be particularly gifted to be able to do these. Uh, so they're available to, to anyone. Uh, so do stay tuned. Um, and uh, welcome, Mandy. How are you today? Oh, hi, Tricia. I'm very well, thank you. Um, Good. Great to be here. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, so tell me, uh, what is it that drew you to be a yoga instructor? Well, I started yoga about 30 years ago now, and um, it was because um, I, I was having stress and a bit of anxiety in my own life. And, um, um, you know, looking for ways to help with the uh, emotional side of life. Um, yeah, no, I really wasn't about the physical side of things for me. Um, it really was more about the mental um, health side of side of it. Because it actually helps in, in many different ways, which we'll probably uh, look at shortly. And so you've been doing it for a long time. Uh, and how long as a teacher? Um, over 20 years now. Oh my God, you look far too young. Oh, well, I'm in my in my fifties, uh, but I oh think- Oh my God. Um, you know, um, thank for me personally, thank God for my meditation and yoga practice because it has stood me in such good stead um, in my life. And that's why I love to offer it to others. Yeah. And the same here, my job, uh, which is helping people with their stress, can in turn be stressful. And I've found both of those uh, uh, really, really helpful for me too. It just, it's yeah. kind of uh, nurturing, isn't it? And it, it gives back where you're, you're giving out all the time. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, tell me, what in your life do you find particularly stressful? Uh, well, apart from the big ones, <laughs> like moving and divorce and, and, and um, you know, people dying, that kind of thing, you know, those big life things that come along. Just, uh, you know, on an everyday kind of, um, we just, we all have little stresses every day. And for me, um, uh, technology is definitely one of them. Um, uh, you know, as great as technology is, it often lets you down. And, and I've recently had to really kind of uh, use technology a lot more in my work. And it, it's driven me quite crazy, uh, making lots of mistakes with that. Um, but, uh, something else that actually I'm finding um, more and more stressful in my life is 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 driving actually but particularly in big cities so I, I live outside of London now and I, I used to sort of drive around London quite confidently but now um, I, it's very stressful you know there's there's uh, speed cameras and yellow boxes and um, there seems to be a lot more kind of anxiety on the roads as well so um, that that's another kind of another thing that I find quite stressful there's a lot of rage on the road isn't there yeah, there really is. There really yeah. is. Um, it, it's a good point, actually. I think people get into that car and um, it, it seems almost like it's a kind of um, gives them permission to all that rage that's within them to, uh, you know, to come out. It's um, 
it's interesting actually I've got a window right by my ki kitchen window and um, so I've got a window in my kitchen that has a, uh, a busy road right behind it and so I'll, I'll be I'll stand there wash, washing up and I, I'm watching people and you'll see them in you know in their car and maybe you know someone's trying to get past us and the, you know I, I can actually watch people get like their faces getting stressed there I can hear them swearing I'm that close to the road and uh, or you know I can I can read there um, and yeah I, I think that the general stress that um, these days uh, all of us are generally under it really comes out in the car for some reason it, it's display stress so what they're experiencing in their normal lives where they're being incredibly polite and reasonable uh like work or with the family or whatever then uh when you say that it gives them permission this is a place where they can safely vent because they're venting against people they don't know um nobody can hear them they didn't know they didn't know that you can lip read <laughs> in your in your kitchen and it, it's just a place where people vent and i think if anybody watching this finds that they're doing that a lot, it means that they're suppressing a lot of anger and then it comes out really unreasonably. And most people don't, don't suffer from other people's road rage, but you can, you know, because it can cause accidents and it can cause a nervous driver that you've just shouted at or bumper uh, bumpered to, that's not English, but you know what I mean. Um, it can cause a lot of anxiety for other people if you have road rage. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I just I sometimes quite find it quite interesting how common it is just standing by my kitchen window and watching that. Mm. And um, coming back to the IT, I share yours. <laughs> that is my biggest thing. And I, I've come to realise that the reason I find it so stressful is, is two things. Number one, I'm trying to do something new and different in a really short window of time. And if it doesn't respond how I think it should or I can't work it out, I find that really stressful. And if it's broken and I've got a short window of time and I have to phone a help desk, that is massively stressful. Mm -hmm. um, but what I have realized personally is if I just give myself time and space, which I rarely do, especially who helps other people with stress, if I give myself time and space to do something complicated, like make space for it, I can do it perfectly well most of the time not all the time because some things are just really complicated mm -hmm. um but you know that to me is one of my things give myself time and space to do those things so that i'm not up against a deadline all yeah. the time what about you how how do you manage your stress in those situations or um yeah i um my my yoga and meditation practice are invaluable and and it's um, these days, actually, Tricia, where I've been practicing for such a long time, it, it kind of comes naturally, actually, um, in that what I mean by that is that, uh, you know, I don't sort of just sit, but I do sit for formal med meditation, but when you've been practicing a long time, it kind of flows into your everyday life. So I, 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 and what I what I mean by that is we all have things that trigger us. Let's say if whether it's the um, the technology, for example, the um, the from meditating for many years, the gap between the trigger and the uh, and kind of losing it, if you like, and getting stressed um, gets longer. 
right? So I will notice the trigger and I will almost immediately these days stop. And um, it might, you know, breathing is, is probably the very best way for me. Just a couple of really deep breaths in that moment. And it just puts that, that little pause in and then you go back to it with an entirely different um, a response rather than a reaction. Because yeah. you know I mean. when, when there's an immediate reaction to that trigger, you're in a reactive state rather than a, um, a response because there's always a kind of that there's always a, a response right you 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 can't often when, when you're in that reactivity you can't see the the simple answer to your technical issue that's arisen or whatever it might be do, do you see what i mean yeah there's a difference between reactive and responsive so responsive is okay so this has gone wrong what do i need to do about it and for me making time and space like don't do it right now you've got you've got a yeah. call in five minutes wait yeah. until your tea break afterwards yeah and and clear the desk <laughs> for, for me is the thing so it, yeah. it's a little bit like breathing in because breathing is a pause isn't it so it's taking that breath taking that pause so that your your mind is your your uh, logical uh, it's called the prefrontal cortex mind is is more engaged with the problem solving rather than your amygdala which is the emotional mind just kind of has a flap yeah exactly Trisha. And, and the reason for that is that when we learn to breathe properly which we do in yoga and which is a massive part of yoga when you breathe really low um, down into your abdomen it stimulates the vagus nerve and um, and that nerve is responsible for switching the nervous system from uh, into parasympathetic into rest and digest as i call it so what's happened in in, in the moment of a trigger when something has has triggered you um we, we go into fight flight or freeze you know into um sympathetic nervous system response and um and so it's not just a pause but it's it's actually um you know taking yourself out of if you breathe correctly out of that um um that very reactive um yeah. nervous system yeah um, mode yeah excellent okay and do you have um some specific yoga poses that you can recommend to people when they're feeling stressed? Yeah, one of my absolute favorites, uh, Trisha, is um, legs up the wall. That's what I call it anyway. Um, uh, what I love about it is that anybody can do it. Um, and how you do this is you kind of inch your hips <laughs> as close to a wall as you can, and then just, just have your legs resting up the wall. Have, have a pillow underneath your head, and then do a few of these really nice, slow, deep breaths that I'm talking about. Um, that, that is one of, one of the best postures that I can recommend for, um, first of all, it drains away any stagnant blood that's collected in the lower limbs, and, and we get a nicer plug down to the to the head um, but it's just it's a really calming and soothing yoga posture um, and then another one I like is uh, a child's posture where we um, I, I'll maybe send you some links to these postures because it's quite hard to um, uh, describe them in words uh, sometimes but we kind of you, you, you curl up uh, like into a little seed um, 
with your upper body resting on your uh, thighs and the arms alongside you. And that really helps you to do that while you're kneeling on the floor, aren't you? On the, yes, we do this on the floor. Yeah. 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 And um, it, it's called child's posture because it's kind of reverting to um, being back in the kind of in, in that child-like uh, state. And when you have your arms alongside you in that posture, it really helps you to let go in your shoulders, where, which is where most of us hold most of our tension, I find, in the neck and the shoulders. And then when I'm in that posture, I, I like to have a little rock to rock gently from side to side because um, there's something very kind of primal for a human being to be rocked and that I find that gentle rocking also um, helps to calm and soothe the nervous system. Oh it's interesting yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so the child's pose kneeling on the floor yeah. um, with your head over your knees and your arms your, your inside you and you can really let go in your shoulders now um you might need to adjust that if your flexibility is is you know is not that great yeah. then have some props um you might not be able to get your, your head to the floor you might not be able to have your knees together but what you can do is you just adjust it so that it's comfortable the further apart your knees are the the lower down you can go and then you can just put a cushion or a bolster or something there to uh, rest your head on it's a lovely and i would say um um, my favorite styles of yoga for stress, you know, some styles of yoga are really good for de developing strength and, um, uh, and, and, you know, building the body up. But for stress, I would recommend restorative yoga, um, where you use lots of props to make your body really, really comfortable or yin yoga, where you will come into a posture like that and hold it for quite a long time. And, um, both of those styles of, of yoga and, and both of those postures that I've um, mentioned are restorative postures and you, you just have have whatever you need to make that posture comfortable. I think a lot of people have yoga stress, don't they, where they think they've got to hold this impossible pose, uh, yeah. but you don't have to, you just do it to your level um, that's comfortable for you and if you're doing the, the strengthening ones you might have to kind of stretch a little bit but with these you just do what's comfortable don't you yeah absolutely Trisha these days that's the only kind of yoga I teach the the um, uh, I, I teach very gentle yoga and we do have a nice stretch uh, a very gentle stretch but for me um, all of the value all of the value in yoga is um, about that nervous system switch, um, reminding ourselves of uh, who we truly are, you know, beyond all that kind of um, humanness and that kind of um, personal story, um, to take a break from the personal story and um, to drop into um, that deeper aspect of ourselves. Uh, that really is where all the all the value of yoga is for me. I, I'm not a I, I never have been actually uh, someone that teaches a, a very kind of um, power yoga or a, you know getting your leg behind your head or that kind of thing. And so you know my classes really are for everybody and and there really is truly no judgment. Some people turn up to my class and they lie down for the whole thing, and that really is um, maybe what their body needs. It's about really listening to what's needed rather than as you say coming from the frontal cortex which will say i've got to get my leg behind my head mm. um i take a very i take a different approach to it 
Mm -hmm. Some of them are, some of them are quite challenging. <laughs> okay, so the, the leg up the wall is literally you, you've got the hips against the the uh, corner of the wall and the floor. Your yeah. legs up, and would some people struggle with getting their legs up the wall? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't, I, I don't know anyone who who um, can't actually do that posture. But again, you would you would adjust it. Maybe have your your hips a little further away. Right. Or, maybe or, or you know the ultimate the ultimate yoga posture is shavasana which is where you're lying down yeah yeah that, so hard that one <laughs> so <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> and so shavasana which is my favorite yoga posture of, of all which requires apps it asks absolutely nothing of you um physically you lie down on your back with your arms a little away from the body your palms turned up which will help you let go in your shoulders you have your legs a little bit apart and you let your feet drop out to the sides mm. now um if you have uh, issues with your lower back um what what will really help in that posture will be to prop your knees up somehow to put a pillow or a cushion or something underneath your knees mm. have a pillow underneath your head um a few minutes in that posture and breathing deeply is can work wonders really work wonders it, it, you, know, you don't have to take an hour out of your day it could be mm. literally a few minutes yeah lovely yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mandy. And do you have a book that you could recommend that you've found uplifting or enlightening or that has helped you in your life? I do. I mean, there have been many, many books that I've loved over the years, but there's one in particular, Tricia, and I take it everywhere with me. I find it... Um, it's a very comforting book for me and, and very inspiring. It's actually a book of poems and it's called uh, by, by the, the Persian poet Hafiz and it's called The Subject Tonight is Love. Oh, wow. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful, they're short poems, and um, I, I literally, it's, it's, it, it's, it goes with me everywhere I go, it's in my bag, and, it, and, I, and I have it before every single class, I'll have a little glance at it, and it, it's it, like any kind of true work of art, um, you, you only have to read one line, and it kind of stops you in your tracks and takes you back to that kind of deeper aspect of yourself that I was... Um... Oh, that sounds lovely. I've not heard of that. I wonder whether it might be possible to share a line or a couple of lines that I could put in the link that yeah. might help people. Okay. Would that be possible? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, um, you what? don't have to do it now. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I wasn't testing how well you knew the book. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, there are so many. There are so many amazing one-liners in, in, yeah. in that book. I love quotes because I find they can really just shift somebody's thinking really, really quickly. They kind yeah. of condense so much information into just a, a, a simple concept, which I find really Absolutely. helpful for some people yeah. especially when they come from from and have been uh, and are written from that space they will yeah. they, the moment you read it if, they, if, they've, if it's come from that space the mm. moment you read it it will um trigger that space in yourself as yeah. well excellent so, I love that book. so I it's been really lovely to talk to you mandy um i hope to get to, along to one of your classes one of these days um and uh thank you ever so much for your time it's been really good thank you trish it's been an absolute pl pleasure to to chat with you thank Take you care now see you bye-bye